Casting fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I've got good news. I always have good news, I think, but I've got really good news. Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> I knew Bob would like this one. Prime Days. Prime Days, correct, correct. I mean, yeah, they call it Prime Day, but yeah, and everybody else is doing it too. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about today. All right, that's exactly you're right on point. So uh, the 21st and 22nd, so it's right around the corner. Are next, Amazon next Prime Monday, Days? Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So normally, I've in the past I've talked about like what to buy. This time, I decided to share what not to buy. Oh. And by the way, this is an article according to marketwatch.com. So you can look this up. This is where I've got this information from. And basically the the gist of the article was, you know, this year's slightly different, obviously, um, in many aspects. But um, in terms of retail and, and consumers purchasing things, um, and especially Amazon, it's been different. So – Apparently, given the global microchip shortage, I didn't know there was one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, every, I had no idea. Every industry is talking about it. They're, you can't buy new cars. Right. Because they can't build them because there's a microchip shortage. Yeah. yeah. This is new new news to me. I just found this out this week. I was All like, right. oh, I didn't know. Yeah. My head's been in the, in the fashion world. So, yeah. So, apparently, it's disrupting the manufacturing supply chain for cars and gaming equipment and yeah, so on. Exactly. So interesting. So therefore, I think, you know, this article was saying consumers shouldn't expect to see big markdowns that they usually see on the Nintendo Switches. I don't even know what that is. Um, Or high-end computers. It's a compact gaming device, right? We're looking to the intern for, uh, (laughs) yeah? Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I kind of thought. And PS5s. Also, uh, some sort of gaming device, yes. right? Okay, all right. And <laughs> the confirmation. I'm th- yeah, I had to look too. I wasn't sure on the PS5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's it's newer than the PS4. Yes. So. Right. Essentially, next model. All right. Next model. Okay. All right. All right. We got the official word. Um, but yeah, so basically, they're saying you know the best time the best time for like TVs and gaming systems, according to this. Um, article is right before the holidays why because apparently they're very giftable items and obviously gaming systems yeah but i was like tvs they are who's gifting tvs i need to be friends with that person <laughs> i thought all right so that makes sense the other thing it was saying not to buy or to wait was furniture and clothing which i'm not sure if you really buy furniture from amazon i mean maybe small things i don't know well betting Yes. Clothing, for sure, I get it. I'm not sure furniture, what kind of furniture we're talking about. Yeah, Outdoor true. furniture, yes. Yeah, Patio furniture, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're saying wait till July 4th sales because they're going to be a lot hmm. this year, especially. Well, if you haven't got your chair to go to the beach with yet, maybe you've got to do that now. That's I true. But here's the, the, the takeaway and, and slash tip. And I read this on somewhere else. Um, basically, if the item you're looking to buy or items you're looking to buy is already really marked down, then buy it. So don't, whether it's not, it's Amazon or not. And there's something you can do. You can basically copy and paste the item's URL and plug it into camelcamelcamel.com. What's this camel thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard there's a, another one, yes. camelization or something, yes. where, where they show you compare prices. prices 
exactly. looking back to see what what it had done. Exactly had tracks yeah. the prices on yeah. on Amazon. That's exactly it. What's so, camel, what do camels have to do with it? I don't know. I thought the same thing, and I was like, "Am I missing this again? Like, I'm missing something else this week. What is going on? What's camel? I thought the same thing. All so right. we're Can we're in. Get on a microphone. Yes. You're, you're going to say something interesting, so yes. we want to hear that. Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, where? Here you go. Okay. So maybe like the hump of the price. Like if you look at a graph and you look at like it, it oh, peaked. That's, that's interesting. The only thing I can think of. Oh, that is, that's better than the name Amazon. For, when you think about <laughs> the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. What's that got to do with uh, selling books? That's true. That's a really good yeah. point. It could be camel. Yeah. But camel, camel, camel. And I was like, uh, what? It's catchy. You remember it. That's true. And yes. we're here talking about it. Yes. Exactly. So. All right. I guess that's a very good point. You see what happens when great minds all come together. We figured it out. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you can track the prices listed on there. So at the end of that, at the end of the day, I think whatever it is you're looking to buy, if you're not looking to buy anything, you know, scour it. Maybe there's something. This is the problem I have. I find stuff to buy because I'm like, well, it's on sale. You know, I'm one of those people. And it's not a sale or a bargain if you don't need it, right? That and if it's low quality. Right. Right. Exactly. But you really have to be more careful about I know. I was thinking Particularly, you know, shopping on Amazon. Well, yeah, not just Amazon, but I will say this. Also, I recently was talking to an interior designer, and we were talking about furniture and, you know, the big furniture, I call them festivals, whatever, like high top, uh, round top and high point and, you know, all the the place up north. The big, big annual uh, uh, furniture expos or whatever you want to call them that happen. Yeah, it's like, you know, usually for... I don't know about this. This is like usually industry people go, I don't know if they're always open to the public. They might be. I know Round Top is. That's in in, in, uh, Texas, obviously. Um, Yeah, it's twice a year. This is where the stuff's made then. Yes. Uh, well, uh, well, a lot of stuff is also shipped from, from other places. So yeah. it's apparently huge, 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 like very, very big, acres and acres of all these different vendors. They get together a couple times a year. And then High Point is, I believe, North Carolina, South I also It's on my list to, to also go to. I've never been, mm. but I know about it. Um, and also Brimfield. You know Brimfield, right? I've heard that name. Yes. Okay. Yes. So anyway, so we're talking to the senior designer about buying furniture from these places. I said it's definitely on my list. If you want to find unique pieces, and there's apparently all kinds of price points, and um, it's also lots of stuff shipped over from like Morocco and India and different ty- styles of furniture and whatnot. Wow. But it's a huge, huge, uh, you know, just plethora of furniture. And we were talking about the lead time. And she was like, and I said, well, listen, I understand what it's like when you say lead time. Most people don't. If you get something custom made, your weight, furniture especially, you're waiting, you know, eight to 12 weeks for it to come in. That's that's quick, by the way. She was saying how now, because of COVID and all the other things that have happened, um, it's like way longer. And people don't understand that. People are like, what? Like the lead time is months and months and months and months and months. Wow. And then she brought up something really smart, which is my point here. We were also talking about the whole like, you know, where is it made and trying to be sustainable and conscious of where things are made. And I said, we were, I was talking about clothing. She was talking about furniture. And she said, well, you know, even certain things that say made in America or made in India or Morocco or artisan made doesn't necessarily mean it's 100% true. And I was like, oh, no. Because this is what I do. I tend to look at labels. If it's something I really need and love, 
and it's not made where I want it to be made, okay. But I will give it a second thought or try to find something else. So I said, don't tell me they're doing this with furniture, too. Mm. And she said, you know, it's kind of like when you buy food and it says fat-free. Is it really? Well, how much of it is fat, you know, or less fat? She said, well, often, and she she actually said restoration hardware, which, by the way, I love, but Mm. they're guilty of this. So the the framework of of a piece, let's say a sofa or something, or the guts of it will be made in China. And then it will be shipped somewhere else. And it might even be shipped here. It'll be put on a slow boat, come over, and then maybe the there's some sort of tooling or crafting or a fabric or something that is made here. But the majority of it is not. And then it gets sta- it can be get stamped made in America. And I was like, well, th- this kind of thing okay. has been going on for a long time. I just recently learned about a car that was being designed and built by an American person right. back in the 50s, 1950s. Wow. He had it made in Italy because they could make it better quality for cheaper there. Right. Okay. So he would build his chassis, which is you know the framework underneath and motor yep. in it and the drive gear, ship it to Italy. They would then put the body around it and ship it back. Now, it was awfully expensive, but he was getting the quality of car he wanted. And they would say it was made where? Well, Italy? in that case, or? it was an American car, but obviously the bodywork was made by well, Vignali was the name of the company. Okay, actually, it was the same as a Ferrari, but which names like that even meant something back in the 1950s. Okay, but did they advertise it as made in America well, or not, or they didn't say? No, there was. It was you, if you understood the car, if you knew about the car, you understood you that understood. it was part okay. made in one place, part made in another. Okay, but that approach is, I mean, in electronics, we've been doing it for years. Yeah, now. yeah, I know. I guess I just thought. It, now more than ever, I think people are more conscious about this and yes. want to really buy from, you know, help our own economy and whatever. And lots of people have a strong stance on this. So I'm like, gosh, that's really not fair. I don't like that <laughs> at all. Just be honest, you know, and and if yeah. there's even if it has to be up to a percentage, because I understand you've got to get different things. Maybe the best silk is available in India or whatever, if, if we're talking about furniture. So... Where do you draw the line? Is it 50% of the garment or piece of furniture if it's made somewhere else? Like, where do you say it's It's the lying that's the problem. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that's the part I don't like. Misrepresentation. Misrepresentation, yeah. 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 So I was like, oh, no. (laughs) So, yeah, so we were talking about that, which I thought was interesting. And, um, you know, I, she was just, we were talking about it, and I was like, Oh, and so, you know, how do you really know? And she was like, well, you don't. (laughs) That's it. I'm like, so we don't know if it's really made in the United States or wherever it's saying. And we're waiting much longer for things. So, uh, you know, the other day, it also reminds me, the other day, I went to a sample sale. So I was in the city, went to a sample sale. It's one particular brand that I love. And... um, I was, we were there and I I was looking through different things and I happened to pick up a true sample. Now, normally when you go to sample sales, this is where the name originated. It used to be the designer's sort of leftover work that were actual samples that may or may not have ever gone to production. So you could actually buy things that were kind of one-offs. So that would be the thing. Nowadays, sample sale is basically what they haven't sold. And, you know, a brand hasn't sold, and they've got tons of it sitting in the warehouse. They ship it to a location in the city or wherever, and they have a sample sale. And prices are reduced drastically. Sounds cool. Right. So, but 
some designers still do the like this like Alice and Olivia for example the brand I wear all the time they will have a rack of actual samples and it's like thing and you can tell by the label the label is either a different label or it's cut or it's something's different about it hmm and you you know because you haven't seen it on the website you've never seen it in stores whatever and suddenly I became conscious of some of the things I was like I noticed said made in and it said different places Hmm. and I thought oh I didn't know that was a part of the equation too like like literally different countries all different pieces so on the samples so I thought that's interesting I don't really look at the clothes I don't know maybe I should start looking at you know if I'm buying something but I thought it was interesting it wasn't just like made in China or Italy or whatever I don't think her stuff's made in China but um it was different places that it was made so well, that was also interesting as well. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention about the sample sale, which reminds me of the Amazon thing we were just talking about, yes. was it was not nearly as full and as good as it normally is. This particular sample sale I go to all the time. And I was like, well, this has to be because of the pandemic. Because, again, she was trying to get, they were trying to get rid of last year, which it was basically athleisure wear. So there just wasn't a lot, and there wasn't a lot of interesting things. Um, I managed to score some really good pieces, and it was completely by luck, um, and none of it was athleisure wear at all. But it literally, as in something was in my hands, and I was like, oh, perfect. Really gorgeous beaded top, very elegant looking. But anyway, nonetheless, it was kind of a, yeah, it was a, a bit of a letdown. And I thought, oh, well, this is probably a reflection of what just happened last year. So there just weren't a lot of clothes. And what was there was a lot of sweats and leggings and a lot of this, you know, ath- sort of athleisure wear type of stuff. So I didn't even think about that, to be honest, when I was going, when I was on my way there. I thought, oh, right. We- the, the microchip thing is really pandemic pandemic driven problem right i've heard this that you know they stopped production right when they couldn't bring people to work basically yeah and now they can't they can't get ramped up ramped up fast enough yeah and it seems like this sort of problem of between um merchandise and labor and all of this is just in every industry mm-hmm. i mean retail especially obviously that's the one i work in in fashion you know you go into a major department store like Saks, and i have good friends that work there and it'll be a busy saturday and there's like three salespeople on a huge you know Saks on one floor so one floor is pretty big she's like there's three of us running the entire floor and you know there's there's customers now i can i understand you know 8 10 months ago when there weren't any customers but now there's lots of people coming back and looking to shop and two things there's hardly anything in the stores things are slowly coming back and there are no there's no help <laughs> so i'm like oh my gosh so it's kind of yeah um just trickle down effect i guess i guess just you know residual mm. from pandemic I, I guess we're still you know going through it and you don't even realize how this affects you know certain things and how for how long so supply chain is the biggest thing i think interesting yes Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that was my news about Amazon. I was very excited to tell you that. And uh, the other thing was what you mentioned earlier, Bob, was Walmart is having their Prime Day, they're calling it. It is uh, June 20th to the 23rd. Target is planning its own competing sale as well. Um, so we'll see. The difference I is, believe Target is on starting like on Sunday. Starting soon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the biggest difference is not just in what you're buying, but for Walmart and Target, it's kind of open to all 
shoppers, where Amazon is open to the Prime members. It's a little bit, you know, more special. Mm. Um, and Target also, their big sale includes food and beverage, too, by the way. So oh. that's a big deal. Yes. Um, yes, you're right. They have pre-day deals, even. Um, oh, and I think there's something special if you are a Target card holder because you can get Target gift cards at like 5% off. That's, to me, that's the smartest thing. Yeah. If you can get it by gift cards at a discount because you really Which then... in theory, now you can use it whenever you want. Yes, you can apply it to the sale. Yeah. So you're really getting oh, back. Yeah. yeah. All right. Coming up after the break, I have my Ask the Stylist segment from your questions to uh, wardrobeenvy.com. So you won't want to miss that. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, uh, side note, I know I talk about this, and I just wanted to let you know, update, I've pulled the trigger on something I always say, I want, I want, I want, I'm looking for, might not remember, but I purchased a pair of cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've been talking about getting a pair of cowboy boots for well over two years. And um, funny enough. What brand did you get? <laughs> um, you know, I don't remember. Actually, oh. I was on the Internet for two days. Mm. Not the whole time, but, you know, at night after work, I come home for hours and hours at a time. I've looked at so many Western websites because I thought, if I'm doing it, I'm going authentic. (laughs) I started out with, there's a a brand called City Boots, cityboots.com. Really cool, more trendy, definitely more modern looking. Not a true Western company boot. This is more of like a... um, Almost like fashion forward looking boot. Really cool, but they're cowboy boots. All right. Really cool. They are expensive. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of cowboy boots are, I know. Yes, but sure. um, so I looked there first, and the style I wanted, they didn't have my size. So then I started going down the line and looking up using social media because I've seen them popping up again. And then I thought, all right, I'm just going to start, you know, Googling different companies like in Texas or so. By the way, my husband reminded me, we were in Texas back in March, and I said to him, why didn't I buy the boots there? (laughs) And he said, that would have been smart. Uh, And I thought, I must have been distracted. I don't know. I thought, and we literally were- just weren't ready to pull the trigger. I think so. Because we were (laughs) actually shopping one day. There was one day we had a free day, and we literally, we were at a mall for something specific, and then we were actually shopping. I thought, yeah, why wasn't I getting the boots then? Anyway- by the way, I also remember something else. When I was probably a teenager, my parents bought me a very expensive pair of black water snakeskin boots. 
cowboy boots. Mm. And I had them for years. Unfortunately, I don't have them anymore, and I wish I still did. Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I once had these. Anyway, so I must have looked at a dozen or more different websites. And I could, you know, want, oh, I think it starts with an S. Uh, Shepherds, Shepler, Sheplers, I think it's called. Oh. Some family owned business from years and years and years ago started in, you know, one like Atlanta or something, moved around, or Kansas, Kansas, because my boots are coming from Wichita, Kansas. Yes. Oh. I didn't get them yet. So I got a neutral color. They have a nice size little heel on them. It's not a true cowboy, it's a, a higher heel. Is it the uh, sloped the, back? Yes. All right. They the call it walking heel. Yes. You understand why? Because, why? It, well, they, they need the heel to start with to help hold your foot in a stirrup properly. Right. All right. But if you have a, a squared off back, it's harder to walk on those. So when they slope the back, it moves the center point of the heel forward, and it's easier for you to place your foot down as you're walking. Ah, interesting. Yeah. That's when it's like on an angle. It looks yes. like a wedge almost. Yep. Got it. Yes, that's the that is I believe that's the one I bought. <laughs> I hope that's the one I bought. And they're like to the knee. That was the other thing. I couldn't find the right I guess it's the shaft height. Mm. I couldn't find the right height. There's a lot that are kind of would come to my mid calf or a little higher. Now, here's the problem. And you wanted it higher than that. I wanted it higher for yep. my proportions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have long legs, so I felt like that would cut me off at a weird line. I wanted like, you know, just below my knees, basically. And that was the other problem I was having. Yes. And then I was getting into all the – I mean, I went down a rabbit hole of Western gear <laughs> because then I was looking at equestrian boots and I was oh, like yeah. – and belt buckles. I found myself 1230 at night on the computer looking at Western belt buckles. <laughs> and the next morning I was like, did I buy one? I was like, no, I did not. But I was looking at all this turquoise jewelry. I'm like, oh, oh jewelry. Yeah. I mean, I was just delirious at that point. So I ended up buying – I did not buy a cowboy hat, though. Um, I bought a different style well, hat. That could take you quite, a, quite down a rabbit hole as well. Yeah, yeah. Taking so, out a cowboy hat. Yeah. So uh, listeners, anyone that follows me on Instagram or social media, stay tuned. The boots are coming any day now, and I promise I'm going – I might even do an unboxing. I know some people like that. Um, but I'm definitely going to do style the outfit and have to share it um, on my Instagram. So, so let me know which day you're going to wear them. I'll wear mine. Okay. <laughs> so I'm wearing them on a Friday. Okay, I will do that. Oh, I, will I see. Okay. I ha- yeah, I'll probably have them in sometime early next week because they're already on their way. Mm. So um, maybe next Friday. I might. All right. All right. So ask the stylist your questions from wardrobeenvy.com. By the way, thank you for all of your questions. And uh, if you have your fashion question, just go to my website, which is wardrobeenvy.com. There's a little button on the top that says ask the stylist. Just click on that and I will answer all of your fashion questions. Joanne from Stanford asks, what is the one must have accessory? Uh, one, sorry, one must have wardrobe item this season. And um, I thought about this. Just one, huh? Um, I'll say this. Uh, actually, I, I have to give you two. Midi, a midi dress, late for ladies, obviously, midi dress, so midway between the knee and the ankle. Why? Because I think that is ageless, timeless. I think it looks good on everyone. Not everybody wants to wear a mini, mini dress. Not everybody wants to wear a maxi full length. So that's kind of midway point. And I feel like no matter what your height is, you look great. You can wear an A-line. It could be more of a column dress, but midi dress, perfect. Perfect for lots of events, too. Now, does a dress that comes to just below your knee fit in that category? No. Oh, 
that would just be knee length, like just below the knee. Yep, just yeah, below. I would classify that as knee length. All right. I classify knee length as just below or at the knee or even just above the knee. Yeah. I kind of say that all within that like couple of inch range. Right. I say it's knee length. So, um, yeah, that would be my – I just feel like the a midi dress, M-I-D-I, is really kind of like the workhorse of all the dresses. And you really can wear that with any – I'm actually wearing a midi skirt right now. And, um, you know, you can really take it anywhere. It could be for a wedding to picnic to office wear to anything and super comfortable. The other thing I would say is modern suiting. And when I say modern suiting, not meaning your traditional suit for ladies. Modern suiting is now about like shorts and a matching blazer or any two pieces that match top and bottom. So it could be pants and a matching jacket. It could be a skirt and a matching jacket. It's two pieces that match. Um, and there's a lot of that out in stores right now. So, um, and again, modern because it's not your traditional uh, look and it often comes in many different colors as well, like brighter colors. So um, stylish, Comfort, I feel also it gives you a nice silhouette. It's still got lots of structure to it, like suiting uh, does. All right, and also Laura from Greenwich asks, what are the season's best colors to wear to a wedding? Well, I talked about wedding wear, actually, I think it was last week on the show. But um, colors, I'll say this, and obviously we, we stated the obvious last week. I said avoid white, but any shade of white, so no beige, no tan, no off-white, no ecru, no cream. I wouldn't even say wear blush unless it's like a true pinky pink blush. Sometimes blush in certain lights looks almost white, certain really, really, really soft, soft blush. Um, what I, what I would avoid, I thought about this. I'm like, is there anything I would avoid at a wedding? And I thought, yeah, neon. I don't think I would ever wear a neon color at a wedding unless it's like a theme and maybe you're in the Caribbean and it's on the beach. I don't know. It would have to be very specific, but probably neon I would avoid. Um, my favorite things are saturated colors, jewel tone. I love jewel tone. So emerald green or a navy blue or, um, even like a plum color. Um, pastels are always good if you want to go the other end of the spectrum and then metallics are probably my favorite I thought oh yes metallics why because it's very festive if you wear a metallic you're dressed up you're not outdoing anyone and um, you know overdressing and you still look good so I would say metallics definitely um my favorite, my favorite way to wear it, even if it's something like a dress that has a metallic thread going through it or a shirt, a blouse that has something with a little sparkle. I think it's great. And it's not just for the holidays. I think that's something you can easily dress up or even dress down depending on the level of uh, dressiness for the, the remember the what what does the invite say, you know, um, so. All right, that'll do it for this week's show. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week for we're gonna I'm gonna have the cowboy boots, I'm sure, and we're gonna talk cowboy boot styling next week. Thanks for listening. Join me next week on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. After passing both the Senate and House earlier this week, the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act was signed into law Thursday by President Biden, making it the 11th federal holiday. Juneteenth is the day we celebrate President Lincoln's signing of the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, 1863. Companies such as Allstate, Google, and Nike have announced they will recognize Juneteenth as a paid holiday for their employees. Three bodies have been found and two people remain missing after a group